Instagram. Uh, podcast, yeah. Podcast! <laughs> Um, kind of trying to change it up. It, we do. It, it's a different location this time, it so it might echo a little bit. It would have been more echoey in my the original room because decorations. Yeah. De- well, de- um, not decorations. decorations. From eighteen. So yeah, yeah, we're doing it at my place instead. New digs. Yeah. For maybe one night only. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We might just alternate. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. See how we feel. So hi. Yes. So podcast. Uh, I don't well, know. It's Survivor Series. It's Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, Survivor it's Survivor Series. Series. The last of the big four this year. Yeah. And, um... Uh, Stuff happened. Yeah, we'll go into it, obviously, but... I won't give my rating yet, but all in all, I, I came away satisfied. Or not satisfied, yeah. but I, I was I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I come away more annoyed from other pay-per-views, and I wouldn't say I... There was only one, maybe two things that really stood out and made me go... That was ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, apart from that, I think overall it went fine. Yeah, I think the two things took from it was like, not the greatest pay-per-view in the world or that I've ever seen, probably not the greatest pay-per-view of the year, and also, you're not going to follow TakeOver because predictably, no. TakeOver fucking ruled again. I know. Again, oh yeah, I mean, just quickly, TakeOver was just, everything about it was awesome. Black versus Gargano was oh. fucking epic. Dream versus Champa was just immense. And the war games, uh, the war games, yeah, everything about that was great, just perfect, perfect yeah. pay per view. If we if we can really work quickly was. over that, I mean, because it's um, it's kind of not controversy, but it's caused a lot of diversion in the wrestling fan universe because I straight away was like, Gargano Black for me is the match of the night. I nearly even said on my Facebook match of the decade, but. I was like, no, Sean Taker's still in this decade of 25, so it beats it to the point still. I, I don't know it was an amazing match, but I wouldn't say it was one of the greatest I've ever seen in my life, but it was definitely awesome. Yeah, I think it was just because of the state wrestling's in at the minute, or WWE's in, mm. if you include NXT and the WWE company, that for them, it was just everything I took from that, I think he even said on Facebook, it's like, the referee looked relatively new, I don't know if he was new, but he was in his positioning is brilliant it, when you don't know the ref is there it means you're doing your job great but yeah. when I'm concentrating on the ref it's like no he's doing fine commentary was on form the crowd were on form and into it mm-hmm. and just from the opening bell to the last bell I was invested yeah there was nothing that lagged yeah that, that's the only reason I didn't really give Dream Champer that title because it, it was great but it took me about 10-15 minutes to get into it and I think the same with the crowd but that's because probably the crowd were exhausted from the previous match and War Games was great uh, I, I, I've got nothing bad to say about it it's just it was there was nothing that really shocked me from it it was similar to last year's but that's what we expect from War Games it's yeah, just it's pure just, chaos it's awesome yeah, um, yeah, yeah and the matches were okay. yeah the so what what meant to be getting on with this uh, yeah, so Survivor Series? Sorry, I just just a very quick thing because I'm quite new to this fucking garage band thing. Do you hit record to stop it, or do you press stop to stop it? What did you do with yours? Um, I think I pressed record. Okay, we that's fine. This we should have discussed line. this. I apologise, uh, <laughs> but I just thought I don't want to go through the entire fucking pay per view and then hit the wrong button and it's gone forever. I don't think pressing record again it would do it. If if this doesn't appear online. We'd have to do it again. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. But anyway, it's a series. I mean, we missed... I uh, saw the pre-show. You saw the pre-show because you went and saw it with a few mates, but I watched it the following night, um, which is why this is a couple of days late coming up. Um, I missed the pre-show. I couldn't be bothered, but I saw the highlights and... It was yeah. a typical pre-show match. Yeah. Until the end, really, because the way it was, it seemed to me just a clusterfuck anyway of like, which is to get the rest of the brands, uh, the rosters together for this... Manic ten on ten. Seemed like a, yeah, it seemed like a massive bunch of forgotten NXT call-ups. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the most part. part. But it was a lot of like, predictably. Oh, they'll get eliminated quick on Raw, and then suddenly SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, just back and forth mm-hmm. until it got down to the last eight, where it got down to Chad Gable, Bobby Roode, and the Revival versus New Day and the Usos. Yeah, and that's when it began to form into like a proper wrestling match for me, and it weren't bad at all. But um, what annoyed me is Usos picked up the victory. It got down to Usos and the revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because Usos got it, to me, that was a 1 0 thing for SmackDown. It wasn't until yes. later on in the show when they mentioned it. Corey was like, What about the Usos in the pre show? And I was like, That don't count. So like, why doesn't that yeah. count? And uh, this is one of the things that annoyed me is the fact that 
you've got this point system, Raw versus SmackDown or not, it's the whole point of the pay-per-view. SmackDown could a victory, but it doesn't count because it's on a pre-show. Bollocks. It's counted before, so yeah. why didn't it count this time? Yeah, because Raw wanted they wanted Raw doing this clean sweep thing. Yeah, I was I was gonna kind of go back into uh, well, spoiler. Raw had a quick clean sweep, but the thing is, if you used it, uh, and they still might, the Usos can now come out and go. You know, I can kind of see maybe Shane on SmackDown tonight. I think go just losing it at the roster, going, "You let me down, all of you let me down, six nil. What the hell?" And the Usos can be anyone to go. Actually. We won for SmackDown. The rest of the roster let you down. We didn't. Mm. Uh, but I even at the time before the clip that I knew about the clean sweep was thinking, I think the revival should have got that. Yeah, um, I, um, yeah, same here because they've done nothing of note. They needed to push. It, it would have again put them in the tag title picture. Mm-hmm. But because it, it's probably done that for the Usos, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Usos now going to be in line to go against the Bar. But I'd rather it go because if you go with the Raw clean sweep. Include the pre-show and have Revival win. Hmm. Um, but if Revival had won, it would have put them in the tag title picture. And they've had matches with AOP and NXT, and they've been amazing. So I would have been fine with the AOP, AOP Revival, but no. But, but yeah, but we know that for a fact that WWE wore it down, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're pretty much, or they won't get given enough time and whatnot. So yeah, so yeah, that was the three. pre-show. Um, yes, yeah, so the first match was the women's, the women's five on five, which I, th- I was surprised it started because I thought they were going to start with Shinsuke and Seth. I thought um, that was going to be the opener, but I was fine, no, with, I was fine with that being the opener. That's not a problem. Um, it was good. Yeah, I, th- I enjoyed it. I think they didn't. They didn't open because they were women. I think they opened it's like we've got because st- it's Survivor Series. Like it's open with traditional yeah. Survivor Series. The thing that threw me off is the fact that they added Sasha and Bailey in because they kicked out Ruby and Natalya because got into a fight backstage yeah. in the pre-show. Now I'm not watching the pre-show. I didn't even see I that. Just bit. suddenly got told. I was like, oh, okay. Once again, they're just randomly changing shit at the last minute. Yeah, but okay. If you're going to do that, if you're going to do that anyway, you know, instead of fucking around with very at the last minute going Sasha and Bailey involved, why don't you just not involve sorry involve Ruby and Natalia at all and just from the get go had Sasha and Bailey? Yeah, it just seems because even with like that, a pointless thing, there wasn't a build up. But if you're just flicking through WWE TV a couple of weeks beforehand and you see it's. Sasha, Bailey, Nia, Tamina, and uh, Mickey James. That's a strong team to advertise. Mm. No offense to Ruby Riot and Natalia. <laughs> if someone heard that, that was a calm drive. Yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no offense to Natalia or Ruby, but on paper that looks better. And it just seemed to be like actually about literally twenty minutes before we go out live, properly live, we're going to change it. So see, for me, if they were going to change it. What they should have done is have Ruby attack Natalia because they're clearly building a feud there. So Natalia can't do it, and then Bailey and Sasha have a little bit of an altercation about who's going to be taking that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just have the Ruby. Or maybe Natalia have them have a quick maybe, in the match. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, something like that. But just to randomly just oh, they had a fight, they got into involved, and they got fired from the team, and yeah, it just seemed pointless. Because if you really wanted to get Raw over. Uh, it could be like, like right, yeah, like you did. But like, if you'd have the Ruben Natalia fight to the point where they both just got not eliminated, Count but out. ejected from the match, yeah, like you're out, and Raw still were victorious even with two women down, it would have got Raw more over. Go even with our team fighting, we could still kick your ass. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the match was good itself. It, it, it worked well. It did what you need to. That I mean the fucking chorus of booze for Nia. I love but that. the fact that she used it as well. I think. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. It. She hasn't been given necessarily a punishment for this mistake she made with Becky, but I like the fact they're using it yeah. to say she's the face breaker or something like that. Yeah, her face breaker, and she just she's just like thing, blowing though. on her fist and everything. And but every single time she got in that ring, they were booing the shit out of her. And it was she used it. It was very smart because I said going into the match like they've got to punish Nia. She's got to be the first thing. I thought I thought the same. Yeah, yeah. Until halfway through, I was thinking, actually, she's going to be the last get, one. You want to get heat, have Nia yeah. be the victim. And that's what I thought, as it started rolling on and on, it's like, this is what's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to, she's going to be the last well, one. If she hadn't referenced her fist, if she just tried to be like, normal, nothing's happened and they still booed, it would have been like, yeah, you've got to get punished now. But yeah. the fact that she was looking at her fist and almost relishing it is like, right, you're going to let your own character go this way. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. all right, have it win. 
Also, it makes more sense considering she's got a title shot coming up. Yes. You want to make a little more dominant. Absolutely. So, but, but I, mean, I mean, I was surprised that Raw won this one because they're obviously a bit more of a dysfunctional team. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that, I thought, well, maybe push someone new here because it's, obviously it seemed like at the point Asuka was going to be the lone survivor again. Yeah. But I would have been happy with Sonya being the lone survivor because they're doing this whole thing with her and Mandy. There's altercations in the ring because they're clearly building up to a few between yeah, those two. Yeah, but Sonya is clearly becoming the face in that feud. Yeah. So I thought, well, to push someone new, why not have her be the lone survivor? And I thought at one point when it was down to just her and ask it, I thought, oh, maybe this will happen. And yeah. then it didn't. Well, was it um, that match where, yes, because uh, they did the quick eliminations first, and I got rid of Tamina quite quick. Mm. Uh, I can't remember who she got rid Me, of. Uh, Fucking Carmella went reasonably. Yeah, she went reasonably. She did all right though, she had a dance break in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I like the dance break still, but yeah, but I think what interested me is that well, it got down to Asuka versus Sasha and Nia, didn't it? Mm. And Nia was the one who cost Sasha her elimination. Yeah, yeah, she just threw her off the top rope. Yeah, and got which I don't think it was a tack on Sasha, it was just. This is a distraction, and I want all the glory. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it worked perfectly. Um, so yeah, it, it told a story. It told the story it needed to tell for these characters. Yeah, very, very a good opener. Yeah, good definitely. Um, then then it, it was, was then it was Seth Shinsuke. Um, <laughs> it was a good solid. I'm looking at it going. This is a good solid Seth Shinsuke match. But there was just that little bit extra that was missing, I felt. Yes. Like, I felt like they could have gone to that just slightly above. Like, yeah, yes. not, not like a super It wasn't like it was a boring Raw match. It was a good, solid pay-per-view match. But I just felt there was just something extra they could have put in. Just that little bit extra of an X-Factor yeah. to make you go, this is a well-beater. You know what I mean? Because they could have. But, I mean, I still enjoyed the match. It, it, it did what it needed to do. You see, it got to the point where... if. If Dean had interfered, because I kept having that. Uh, yeah, I kept head. thinking the whole time. I was looking around the whole time. I was like, Dean has got to interfere here. Yeah. And Shinsuke needs a win. Because so I would have thought he would have got it. One of the shocks for me for the entire night is that we had no Dean, not even an appearance by Becky. Yeah, um, I thought Becky would at least be in the match. I thought she'd interfere or something. I didn't think she'd interfere. I thought she'd just be there to watch. Yeah, and, and as far as I know, AJ weren't even in the building either. Nope. Um, but the fact that if Dean had interfered that night, I think we would have been sitting here not berating it as such but kind of going alright I get the storyline thing but I'd rather have seen Seth and Shinsuke just go all out without interference we did get that but if you if they decided from the get go no the fans want this match we, and they want it to be clean so we're not having Dean in that I kind of think they could have like you said put a little bit more oomph into it uh, but yeah. it seems to me I, I, I said this to my brother afterwards and he's kind of agreed that Shinsuke is not trying as hard any anymore he's still no. doing a good job no but, you, you, but how you hard can you try yeah. how hard can you try when you know, you know you're not being given the time no one gives a shit you know people are starting to not care because they're not giving him a chance but they're the putting title on him he's done nothing with it yeah but at the same time if you want to be given the chance you can't just he can't blend into the background and wait to see if something happens no I know but they're not giving him the time to do that you know what I mean just yeah. like they're, they're just not giving him the space for it but they did it Survivor Series he could have gone right I'm going to yeah, show yeah, they could, yeah, they could the have, show they could have and but yeah I think with a first time maybe it was the, the fact that these literally was the first time they hadn't fought against each other anywhere else in the world mm. so maybe it was uh, a lack of chemistry it, there, was, there was chemistry there because it said it wasn't a bad match no but it's kind of like well, you know we haven't got to know each other as wrestlers in the, sa- in the same ring yet but you know I, I was thinking with what Shinsuke's done at NXT and the couple of matches Seth's had I thought with those two could have been a bit, little bit more yeah if I'm not saying it was a five star match but <laughs> if it was, if I was expecting a five star, I would have gave it a, a more of a three, four. Yeah. I mean, it, it had some nice false finishes at the end, and the final curb stomp was. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that little sequence at the end worked quite nice. I like the fact that the Seth taunting. Did, the taunting Seth was like, come on! I liked it. Even Shinsuke was like, all right, okay, we're going to do it's this. It's weird what Shinsuke was wearing. It's like some kind of blue morph suit. It was why I was getting annoyed by both of them. I was thinking, right. Take off your shirts. I know how gay that sounds. Yeah. But I was like, ah, right, I get But they were doing that for the entire night. It's like, if you're part of Royal Smart, then you had to have this respective brand t-shirt on. It's just like, no, you don't. As long as you're in red and blue, does it matter? Yeah, I was just thinking like, right, you've already established what side you're on, like we don't know already, because you've, co- for all means, come out, enter with it, and then just go right, and get on with it. T-shirts off, let's wrestle. Mm. But, yeah, it sounded a bit gay, but I, I don't... <laughs> 
I know what I mean, but it just didn't suit Shinsuke's attire and, and persona. And with Seth, I just don't like the whole half raw, half Seth design. Yeah. So one or the other, Seth. Don't be a dick about it. Or it might have not been his choice, but bleh. So yeah, it was a, it was a good match, but it could have been a great one. Yeah, and I partly, even without the interference from Dean, I still think Shinsuke should have won. Yeah. I'm fine with Seth winning. Yeah, because Seth's hot as hell, but I just, yeah, I felt like it wouldn't have damaged Seth if he lost. No, which is why I felt like they would help. Yeah, which is why I felt like they would have put Dean into the mix. But yeah, but obviously we're going with Raw quickly this week. And then obviously we've got a quick thing as well that happened at the start of the match and went proceeded to go through to the next match. Was Mr. What? Enzo? Oh, it happened more uh, during the bar match, didn't it, it? it? Yeah, but he arrived during the Seth and Shinsuke match because unfortunately I knew this was going to happen before it happened because unfortunately it popped up on Facebook and I was like oh, fuck, but at least it's not ruining results. Yeah. So as soon as he popped up, I saw him sit down. So the entire match of Shinsuke and Seth, I could see his little face in the hard camera. We we didn't notice um, him in Birmingham. He was hidden quite well. Yeah. But it's because I knew he was there. Obviously, I spotted him, and then apparently, as we went into the next match, which was the Bar versus AOP, um, he. Got he, did a promo. <laughs> he got up and started doing a promo, but Dickhead didn't think about it because he got up at the exact worst moment, just when the camera wasn't even facing them, and it was just after introducing all the other commentators, yeah. and before the match had even begun. So by the time the camera panned back to him, he was already being escorted out. You just saw the reaction from the yeah. crowd, and that was it. It's like so. I'm sorry, but if you're there to cause a ruckus, pick your better moment, because you picked the shittiest moment ever. The Cruiserweight match was after this. Why didn't you pick it then, of all things? Yeah, because, yeah, you feel a Cruiserweight champion, it would have got more people yeah. talking about like, it. Like, a word. And also, pick the moment after they've made the pin. Yeah. When the camera is on that. You pick the worst moment when no one's paying attention. It was you, just, you, you were just, like, causing a problem for no reason. Just, like, it just didn't pay off in any way. Obviously, because we, we watched it live, there was no, like, Facebook spoiler or nothing. But we remember sitting there and we saw something was going on in the crowd. Now, because of what, how the camera was behaving, yeah, was, kept it they were trying to keep him. it away from him. All we saw, or all I saw anyway, was a guy sat on a chair with blonde hair. And I didn't even, I don't know why, but I didn't even entertain the idea like, oh, maybe that's Enzo. Just no, it's a fan. you wouldn't, would you? No, you just thought it's a drunk fan being a dick and he's going to get scored out and you saw... It'd be taken away, and then there was a lot of just fans. Of, and we were sitting there going, I don't know what that was. And an hour later, my mate Mark got his phone out going, it was Enzo. I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> oh my God. But the fact that he's uh, he's still being a dick. Yeah, apparently the other day as well, he was um, kicked off a plane because he refused to stop vaping. Yeah, but he said something along, oh, I got kicked out as far as he was because apparently not allowed to vape. But don't give me that crap. I've seen he's the been, videos. He's a dick. He? Just... he went there purposely... To sabotage. Yeah. It, and him to kind of go, oh, have that almost that attitude of WWE need me, not the other way around. It's like, if that were true, you wouldn't be like buying a ticket to try and st- steal a, a, um, a show of a company you don't give a crap about. Yeah. So clearly you do care. So it was a, a ballsy move, I'll give him that. But he just executed it so poorly at the wrong time. I, I think he expected, there was a ruckus by the fans, but I think he expected. It was a positive yeah, one for the fans. It was over very like, What the fuck are yeah, you doing here? Get out. I'm just like, moron. Just the, the video injured. I liked was the security guard tackling yeah, to the ground. Apparently the girl got injured when that happened. But I'm, I'm not blaming security. No, it's not security. Set, fault, but end, if Enzo wasn't there, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. It's a talking point. Yeah, it's a talking uh, point. We're, we're talking, talking about, about it, aren't we, I suppose? But it's not gone down the way he probably would have expected it to. No, but also, I, I think this happened late in the night, but it's kind of a, a follow-up from Seth Shinsuke. They did announce that the TLC is going to be Dean versus Seth for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes, which I thought they could have done better building up to that rather than just announce it personally. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm guessing during the build that they will probably go, you know what, screw it, it's going to be a ladder match. But they won't say okay. it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, it makes more sense why Seth won to not just for the clean through rule, but I need to give him momentum going into TLC mm. because he's going to go... Well, she's going to probably won't even be on the pay-per-view, will he? <laughs> no, probably not. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, yeah, so the Bar versus AOP tag match. Um, <laughs> it was weird again. It was... This was probably one of the disappointments. Yeah, it was. It just... I think the crowd were after the Enzo thing and after... I think, like I said, the, stat, the good match beforehand, people were a little bit deflated at this point. Yeah, Enzo kind of tainted it. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was all right. It was a good match, but it just wasn't... 
amazing. It just yeah. it was just there. It just that, happened. That, but again, unfortunately, I think a lot of people were expecting that. It's like, ah, oh, it's one of their matches. But I was on the side of, like, actually, these teams could potentially steal the show. Yeah, they had so much potential. They're four big fucking blows. Yeah, so they just kind of... No, just I, kind of they it sold it out for that stupid drink maverick joke. Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, it was ins- I mean... Which well, obviously didn't work. No, because he was twitching his dick. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So like, what's he doing? He's jacking it down. There's a little bit of water. Coming oh, out. I see. Used to cap to pee yeah, thing. Didn't work. Yeah, basically, like Vig Show scared him and he pissed himself. Now we're past that fucking childish jokes, aren't we? Really? I mean, it was funny when Austin pretended to shoot Vince McMahon with that fake gun and he pissed himself. That made sense because you fear for your life. But him to just <coughs> piss himself because the show grabbed hold of him, it just. I think the problem was uh, it's just uh, <coughs> I would have been right okay with it if number one it wasn't this little trickle if it was like a proper like obviously there was stain. a malfunction there was a malfunction in the contraption yeah and if he hadn't touched his pants yeah if he just Big Show was there and and his hands were like up by his face and so Lisa and then Big Show was his iron show looked out no sorry Big Show was his and Seamus looked down and see that without you know, all that hand fucking around and with it being a good flow I can't believe I'm talking like this <laughs> I would have been sitting there going did he literally just piss himself did that just happen it would have gave more realism not realism I would have known it was part of the show but yeah, it would have been like you, oh you okay would, yeah it, just, it wasn't executed well was it Seamus and Cesaro and Seamus did sell the shot brilliantly because it was like Seamus and Cesaro just giving him the whole what and then Big Show goes off like Laughing. which will probably be a gif of him going that's shit and then AOP picked up the win, which because the right distraction, distraction, but they the right people won. Yeah, I think because AOP need a push. I know they the tech world tag champions, but that's that's a necessity more than yeah. That, that the match was kind of the the bottom of the list of, of matches on the card that night. Yeah, uh, which is unfortunate. I think then was the cruiserweight. Uh, yes, and this was check. it was good considering I don't watch two hundred five live, and the last time I watched a, a, a cruiserweight match was at Super Showdown, which again was really good. Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy stole the show. It was one of the best matches of the night. Yeah. It, they really did well with that match. It just... I got invested quite quickly considering I don't watch 205 Live. They, I was like, these guys are tearing each other apart. But Buddy Murphy's doing... I think both of them maybe more Buddy now because he's Cruiserweight Champion. Now that he's Cruiserweight Champion that right, I've got something to prove here. But I think both of them went into that match with that frame of mind of like, we know we're the kind of other show we're not really a, a we're, we're the the, the pay per built on brand warfare mm. and they're on 205 it's like oh we're not even a brand apparently this is more like a piss break match well, they, well I reckon it was probably put there for a piss break match probably it definitely wasn't but it was almost like they probably went in and goes ah right do we do think they're being charitable to us they're going oh we'll give you a match between Royal Smash you worry but as I know they went out and it was again the greatest cruiserweight match I've ever seen but, it's still but it was damn good good so um, good, man. So, yeah, I think there was a couple of near falls where you're like, Mustafa might have this. Yeah. Uh, I actually thought Mustafa was going to take it. Yeah. But, afraid not. To be honest, in my head, I can't really think of a, a, a certain spot, but it's probably because the amount of. The, off the, the table, stuff, off the Oh, yeah. Flip yeah, off the that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, just the amount of like high fly stuff and moves like. I, I know what a Spanish fly is, but some of the moves I can't even. I don't even know the name of because they're that intense and just out there it's like the whole match was kind of like not a huge spot mm. but just one big spot of like we're going to come in blow your mind and leave yeah and, and they did it they did it alright yeah so, it was a good match and it was kind of their way of proving like either maybe you should give us more credit or maybe we should be higher up the card next time well I'm actually surprised they were as high up the card as they were because normally they're on the pre-show or yeah. the first match or they're not on the show at all well, I, I, so the fact that they were like was it fourth match in fourth match yeah I mean, that's mid show yeah that's mid show which again probably suggests that it was meant to be the piss break match but it definitely wasn't but unfortunately I think I do remember saying afterwards to my mates and my brother going yeah that was good but I bet you any money they'll still be in the pre-show at Wrestlemania yeah, uh, which is unfortunate, uh, but it's one of them. Maybe they'll prove themselves different. I mean, Austin Aries versus uh, was it Neville at WrestleMania yeah. a few years ago? That's such a high caliber match. Just with those characters, it should be on the main show. Mm. But, but it, they didn't even get their royalties because they weren't on a DVD. 
that, that's just that's the reason I asked him. If Vince is worried that it's gonna slow down the the the, the pace of the show, yeah. Number one is because he's still got his big man muscle fetish, yeah. Where we've known for years, high flying cruiserweight stuff will part on some of the most amazing matches of the night but he's not interested if you're worried about it put the cruiserweight title above the ring and make it like a six or eight man ladder match yeah could you imagine cruiserweights with ladders that would be holy amazing. shit absolutely amazing because so, you're doing it a lot with the intercontinentals there's no reason you can't chop and change you yeah, know, well, make that thing for the it, cruiserweights one year it's got to the point where if you want to make the cruiserweight in US more prestigious maybe those one on one matches at Wrestlemania probably would do more of the trick of kind of like this guy's champ, this guy's earned it for this big belt, mm. rather than just going, ah, it's Cruiserweight champion, we're going to have a clusterfuck of people. Which, I know, I know it kind of digresses what I've just said about the, the eight-man ladder match, but that ladder match is entertaining, yeah. and that's what we want to do at the end. You know, you want to entertain, and I think the Cruiserweights would look at it and go, right, yeah, we can steal the show with this. Mm. You know, so it's all about opportunity with that Cruiserweight division. Uh, if anything um, next one was the 5 and 5 men's wasn't it it was yeah the traditional match um, right right from the bat I've got a complaint yeah I've got a complaint as well Joe Joe oh yeah, my god fuck's sake man honestly I thought going into this I thought obviously at this point with Raw still winning far ahead I thought right Smackdown need to win here yeah I want Joe as the lone survivor because if you get Joe as the lone survivor that keeps him credible and it keeps him awesome because we all know how fucking awesome he is and everybody loves him. No, he was the first one out and he was out in less than a minute. I think yeah. he was hit with the Claymore goodnight. I was like, are you fucking... Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think about four or five times I shouted at that screen going, are you fucking kidding me? Of all the people on that fucking team, yeah. that's the one you kick out first. Are you kidding me? Any of those people on that team could have been kicked out and it would have made any difference. But you doing that to Joe proves that you don't give a shit yeah. about him. The, the, I was fucking fuming. I, I was angry and then after like going back on it, I was thinking, right benefit of the doubt here because I always have to try and think what, why they might have done that logically benefit of the doubt maybe Joe was going to the injured thing to get rid of him quick doubtful I mm. think it would have been well, we would have known. Internet I think we would have known yeah. if they wanted to go with that I still wouldn't have been happy but if you wanted to do that I would have had uh, Dolph say to Drew let me start do it the exact same way have like the exact argument but then uh, Joe get the coquina clutch in on Dolph Dolph slips out, quickly tags Drew, and Drew just claims the fuck out of Joe and then does it because, it, again, it puts Drew just a touch more over than he, he got that night. Mm. Or because Jeff was kind of the late entry, and to me, I think he's still not 100%. No. Have Jeff be the guy to do that. Have, like, Drew start, Jeff hit him with a, a twist of fate straight off the bat. You're like, holy shit, straight to the top of a swan tom. Drew rolls out the way, and as Jeff gets up, claim all one, two, three. Yeah. Not doesn't, Joe. Doesn't doesn't jam, damage Jeff, but it damages Joe. Yeah, because it would have damaged Jeff I, I if like they the bumped fact, him up for the team, yeah. but it was a late entry. Yeah, so. I, I like the fact that uh, Joe went straight in as soon as the bell rang, but it's straight in with the... It's part of his character, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why I was like, yeah, go on, Joe, and then claim was like, oh, you got, no, this isn't... Ah, oh, but... I get you want to get Drew over, and it's working. But, but not, not Joe, not, not at his expense. expense. Not at Joe's no. expense. So yeah, that, was, that pissed me off. Um, and then everything else kind of went as I expected it went the traditional way yeah um, the only thing that kind of interested me was the fact that Shane was doing his usual jumping off stuff and everything but Miz was kind of pushing him to do it yeah and that's what ultimately cost them he got him to do a coast to coast after he jumped off a table to Strowman then he got him to try and do it again he got caught and then he got, Shane looked fucked. Yeah, and I think that was that was a good story to tell because you could build a free between Miz and Shane at that point. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah. then after that, after Shane was gone, it was Strowman taking out everybody. Yeah, it kind of went after. But, I mean, if you're going to build at Drew, why not him? After the Joe elimination thing, it kind of it did turn into just main wrestling for a while until uh, I think it first started. I think it all started to explode when. Braun and Dol- uh, Drew hit each other. Yeah, um, well, they, yeah prop, they proper like... And then even uh, Finn at some point, didn't he? He kicked Drew in the he side of the head. He kicked Drew in the side of the Yeah, that was it. But that. The, after that first punch and Raw team started fighting, SmackDown got involved. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Logically, the SmackDown team should let them just watch them yeah, fight. let them let do the work for yeah. you. But it all went down and that's when it ended with the Shane Braun elbow. Then it turned into like just the like back and forth wrestling with, I think... Uh, 
Did Raw get another elimination? I think Dolph might have gone. Yeah. Then Ray, then Finn, I think, and then Jeff. And it didn't really get interesting until it got to like Miz and Shane versus Strowman, Lashley, and uh, Drew. Drew, yeah. And obviously Corbin was out there. I can't really remember Lashley doing much. No, he didn't. No, <laughs> it's just no, he didn't really. He probably did, but again, it's it just that switch off in my head, which I can't help it. I just can't. He's boring, isn't it? Yeah, I just can't, can't get invested. I'm in trying, and I, I, the Leo, Leo Rush thing. I understand what they're trying to do with that, and it's sort of working. It's sort of working, but it's not enough to make me care yet. No, but I don't remember like I don't remember Lashley hitting a finisher or having a big spot or anything like. Oh uh, no, he had uh, he did his uh, holding suplex thing with Ray. That's oh, right, it. Okay. That's all I can remember. I think I might have been. But I was going to say, actually, no, it was Sarah that said this. She goes, yeah, but he's the smallest one of all of them. It's not like yeah. impressive. I was like, no, you're yeah, it's right. not. He's done it he's to tiny. a lot heavier men than that. Yeah. If you really wanted to make it more impressive, even though we know how light Ray is, just hold him there for fucking ages because if he's that light, you could hold him there for ages and it might be like, at least get the crowd going, yeah, fucking impressive. So, yeah, yeah it's actually... Um, yeah, so the, the last three emulations was Roman taking the last three out. Um, and again, um, the last person in the SmackDown team was Shane, like it was last year. And this is kind of like, I don't want this to start being some kind of tradition where Shane's in every year and he's near the end every time. I I would have thought that someone, someone like Ray or even Miz getting these comeuppance or something at the end would have been better. Yeah, Miz- Having Shane just be the last one again, it's just... It's lazy storytelling. Miz kind of did the typical, not typical, but it was just a smart heel caps thing of kind of going, I'm going to sacrifice the commissioner while kissing his ass mm. uh, just to protect myself, really, and almost try and get it for the SmackDown team without doing much work myself. Yeah. He was pretty much there, Shane's cheerleader. Um, I mean, kudos to Shane to do those three spots in a row because they're not easy spots to do the leap of faith and then two coast to coast. Mm. But I think actually, yeah, I think Shane might have eliminated Dolph that way. Um, but what's interesting is I don't know if this is going to build up to if they're going to go with that Shane Hill turn, which is the rumor. Oh, are they? There's a rumor. I think the rumor was what that's why he won the World Cup. Okay. That his ego would get the better of him and he'd turn heel. Uh, and they might go with that with Shane going up to SmackDown and losing his shit maybe. and maybe saying I'm the best in the world. And maybe even have Miz behind him going, yeah, Shane, like almost become his lapdog. Um, or, the, apparently, I, I can't believe I'm, we've spoken about this, but we haven't spoken about it in the podcast, that Daniel Bryan became WWE champion last week. Yeah, this, I mean, honestly, as soon as it happened, guys, I rang this guy straight away because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, I've got to say something. So it's a ballsy move. Yeah, so it's, yeah, he won the championship from AJ and he with a turned turn. with a heel turn in, in tow. Yeah, now, the rumour is... Apparently, Daniel asked for the heel turn. Yes, uh, apparently he'd been asking for it for a while. Um, it was a last-minute thing for him to take the championship. It was Vince decided he wanted that to happen. Yeah. But then at the last minute, he goes, "You know what? Let's do both in the same time. Let's yeah. do it. So let's give you what you want. You can do both and go straight away." Now, the the I think maybe this was the room before Brian's decision or the the Vince decision, whatever. Uh, one of the rumours was going maybe they can have Shane turn heel so it's Shane Bryan at Wrestlemania now that they've gone with the Bryan heel turn maybe they're trying to retract back with what they were playing with Shane so maybe they don't want Bryan and Shane at Mania no no I don't think they're going to but I think they're going to go right okay Shane we're not going to turn heel but we now got to bring you back to full on face so having him stand up at the end of like the elimination match and still go all right, come on, of that whole... Yeah, because it's that kind of fan base is like, okay, he did kind of cheaply win the World Cup, but Mm -hmm. kudos to the man to stand up to Braun Strowman and two of the biggest stars of Raw and still go, come on. It was almost that was his comeuppance. Yeah, okay. And now all is forgiven. Maybe that's what they're going for, I don't know. Um, See, I mean, that match overall was just... It was exactly as I expected. The one thing I didn't expect was the one thing that pissed me off the most was the German thing. Yeah, and it, it was the one match of the night, really, where well, I know it was the clean sweep by Raw, but the other matches kind of gave Raw the run for their money. SmackDown did, to a degree, with two eliminations. Other than that, Raw crushed them. Mm. And they were more crushed... Um, but the, the eliminations on Raw's side were more because of the team's problems within itself less than what SmackDown actually did. 
So it's a little bit. I don't know what they. They hopefully they've got a storyline in the pipeline for SmackDown to kind of come back from that. Other than that, I'm thinking, well, why the fuck have you just crushed SmackDown like that? Well, because it's Vince's ego, because he, he wants everyone to know that Raw is the number one show, and that's all he cares yeah. about. Or he might know that SmackDown, are, I don't know about ratings, but SmackDown are a lot more popular than Raw at the minute. Maybe he thought that victory for Raw would make the casual fan go, well, actually, it looks like Raw's the show to watch. Because, mm. well, actually, why don't you just make both the fucking show to watch? I'll tell you what, I've just thought of something. Yeah. Maybe the reason that he wanted this clean sweep to make it look make Raw look the dominant is because SmackDown going over to a different channel, and he wants people to watch Raw more than he wants to watch SmackDown because he gets more money from people watching Raw than he will get in SmackDown. Yes. It would not surprise me that if that's what he's doing. That's, that's kind of a yes and no answer because I know, I get why he'd want more Raw ratings when it sw- uh, switches over, I, but I think he's trying to find the balance more than anything else because when they go over to Fox. They will get paid a million dollars per episode, so they obviously he'll yeah, want get that to million, work. Yeah, he does, but, but he, he still wants more ratings from Raw. So Raw can get just as much money as SmackDown. The thing is, he he gets more money from Raw than he would from SmackDown. Because SmackDown, there's people involved like Fox and everything, so there will be distributors for certain yeah. parts of money. With Raw, he'll keep everything. Yeah, That's my to, point. to a degree. I mean, since I think one of the reasons why WWE is such a struggle. Uh, since you know Attitude Era Ruthless question or whatever you want to look at it is since it went public so it isn't just Vince's baby now he, he has to go to board of directors and see yeah. what gets approved and stuff I know why he went public it's more money in his pocket and the business the business pocket in the long run but when you've not public when it's yours you can do whatever you want um, but uh, we can't really focus on that no one thing I didn't remember is that not next year but the next is when he starts his XFL project so hopefully he'll so maybe he'll just fuck yeah. off after that fingers crossed so then um, it was yeah then it was yeah the Ronda versus Charlotte obviously but <laughs> I know oh I was so happy this was good it was really good um, yeah I mean Obviously, Becky couldn't do it because she got injured by Nia, which we covered. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte was in that place. Uh, face versus face. Um, not, <sighs> not by the end, though. It this, was just crazy. It was all... I mean, I, it was a great match. Honestly, these girls really fucking went to town on each other. Yeah, it was... The near falls, the spots they were doing, the what, even when they were doing their rest holds, their working, they just they involved themselves into the story so well... That I thought to myself, this they didn't have to do this because no. it was meant to be Becky. Yeah. But the fact that they went right, okay, this is a last minute change, but let's still make it the best we can because they could just let's just get through this. Yeah. But they didn't. They went, let's fucking do this because Charlotte versus Ronda is a big match, and course, it's just, yeah. you know, with no build up, it's hard to get yourself really invested. Considering how invested we are with Becky at the moment, yeah, it was hard to get invested. But fuck me, from the opening bell, they got me invested. That, that was the thing. Since WrestleMania this year, we've been talking about Charlotte, uh, sorry, Charlotte Ronda at WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm. Now Becky is white fucking hot right now. Yeah. So for that unfortunate thing to happen, when they go, Charlotte's going to replace. It's almost that kind of uh, mixed feelings by the fans. It's like, Do I want it this soon? is the dream match we wanted, but the Becky build-up is so good right now, we want to see this. So obviously there was a lot of like, well, maybe we'll get Becky, Ronda Romania, and all that stuff. So what Charlotte... They, both women went in there with something to prove anyway. I think Charlotte had more of a fire in her ass because they did it with no build-up, but... I was sitting there going, right, the, this is the match I thought it would be, even without the build-up, it's doing excellent. Yeah. Um, again, I think it was Ronda, again, is showing that each pre- each match she has is getting better and better. What, what I loved about it was, um, you know, going in, it's kind of like, uh, you know, maybe it was probably going to be Ronda because they're like high on Ronda at the minute. And it's uh, not diminishing the women's champion because Becky's not part of the match. And by that point, it's kind of obvious what they were doing with Raw. They're going to give them the clean sweep. Mm-hmm. But halfway through the match, I forgot titles or Brandon Supremacy was even on the line. I was just enjoying yeah. the match. So invested. It was really... When Charlotte turned around, even with that first Singapore Kane hit, I was like, well, okay, she's going with the disqualification last. Yeah. 
But when she went to town, and she went to town, yeah, she my face beat, dropped. Yeah, she beat the shit out of her. Like the craze looking around. So we were calling her the Psycho Charlotte. Stomping on her face. Psycho Charlotte, and I was. It was honestly it. just her eyes. I was just like, this is fucking full on rage. This is, and it just. I know it was. They're building it as a heel turn because I think it seems like they're listening to the fans again. Right, we'll make Becky face yeah. Charlotte heel and carry on from there. But the way she was doing it, everyone was cheering the hell out of her, saying "Thank you, Charlotte." I'm thinking so. Yeah, Can't I they, it was a bit harsh on Ronda. Yeah, yeah, it was a little yeah. bit. Is even a couple of you deserve it chances. Like, he doesn't it's deserve it. Still cool. And this Ronda's it's awesome. Just high on this yeah, and this yeah, the whole spot was incredible. Um, but I know they're trying to go for this heel turn with her. Well, it, well, it seems like that's what they're doing. But to me, it looked like well, can't they just do what they're doing with Becky with Charlotte? Make her an anti-hero as well. Just make her another badass. You don't necessarily have to have her as a full-on heel or a full-on face. Do what you're doing with Becky. Make them both the right in the middle, yeah. full of attitude, full of aggression and rage, and make her go, this could be one of the best feuds I've ever seen in my life. Because if you can get these two doing what they're doing, making it white fucking hot, yeah. you would never want it to end. I think... So it all depends on what they do on Tuesday. They, they, yeah, they've got a lot of potential with this. They, they, they've got a lot of different stories they can go for, because... But well, yeah, she did go into town. She went proper psycho mode, even by facial expression stuff. Ronda throwing the refs around as well. Well, yeah, pushed them out of the way. First got in her face uh, when she put the chair in, and she didn't hit him. I was there like, oh come on, just deck it, just do it. When yeah. the other refs came in, and she just started cleaning house. Like yeah, apart from that one ref that fucked over, you just kind of flopped down. <laughs> uh, but even before the weapons and stuff. You can see the whelps on the chops on Ronda. Yeah, you can see all the marks on around. Yeah, but the time brutal. Charlotte was done with her. There wasn't a limb on Ronda that wasn't bruised yeah. or bleeding. She, honestly, she just looked battered to shit. She, but she really looked like she was. Charlotte went hardcore, and it proved some, again that the women can just be just as tough as the men. It was awesome. So what I'm, I thought was, uh, what, one of the main talks was now, well, at WrestleMania, are they going to go with Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte? I'm alright with that. Because one of the rumours is Becky might be out a bit longer, which means they might take the belt off her. They better not. But then she might win the Royal Rumble, which I okay. like. Uh, the other is maybe this is Vince's way of going, actually, I still want Charlotte Ronda at WrestleMania. We'll do Becky Ronda at Royal Rumble or something. And then that, the plan is still set. But now Charlotte's this psycho heel and Ronda's up. Well, no. Mm. What I'd love to happen but don't, 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 just please, for the love of God, Vince, don't make Becky a full on baby face. Keep her doing what she's doing and saying what she's saying, being a badass. Just don't give her, oh, cheers, fans. Yeah. Don't do that. Do the fucking stone cold shit. It's like, I'm going to give a damn. You know what I mean? Just that attitude. That's what I want. Keep that what, up. What I'd love is. Maybe, I would, maybe not to end the show, but maybe to start the show, have Charlotte come out and explain her actions, but in a heel promo type of way. And then Becky come out and just get the microphone and go, about damn time. And almost that's why they're on the same page, because mm. they're both hardcore bitches now. Yeah. Uh, because it's the only way to kind of explain the hug that was on SmackDown. Yeah. Because it's like, no, okay, you're, you're fighting fight with you, but you hate each other. No hugs. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm really invested in where this is going to go. The only thing I was, the only thing that I was a little bit annoyed about was that I thought at some point we're going to see Charlotte put her in the disarmor because she, Becky said tap her out the way I was going to tap her out. I thought yeah. maybe at one point she put her in the disarmor just to kind of try that, but that didn't happen. Yeah. that's the only thing I can take away from this match. What what I that's love, it. Uh, if if they do the triple threat at WrestleMania. Um, what I'd love is if because uh, usually with those kind of triple threats when there's a belt on the line if Charlotte and Becky go in with a handicap kind of mentality but obviously during the match the whole no I'm going to be champion no I'm going to be champion and it just all uh, breaks down mm. at one point have uh, Charlotte uh, with, with Ronda on her front have uh, Charlotte uh, kind of do a figure eight figure four to Ronda while Becky's got her in the disarmor and yeah. if you really want to get Ronda over, have a not tap, even if it's not an official match, if it's the Raw SmackDown building up to Mania, have a not tap to the point where Becky and Ronda go, uh, Becky and Charlotte, sorry, go, right, it's going to take a lot for us to beat this bitch. Uh, or have Charlotte and Becky as the last two in the Women's Royal Rumble. 
because you've already got that momentum of like we're happy with either. Either, yeah, okay. But, but and that'll be one of the times where you'd be, be alright with that. Yeah, you'll have your 50-50. I think it will be more Becky than Charlotte, uh, 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 I think. It all depends on how the next few months go. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be more Becky than Charlotte purely because we've seen Charlotte run with That's true, yeah. We want Becky run it. Uh, yeah, it was great. Then it was the main event. Yes, main event. And, and to me, it was match of the night. Um, yeah, it, uh, it was purely because I was on the edge of my seat from the get-go. It wasn't like the most yeah. intense wrestling it match. It wasn't like the best wrestling match ever. But it was really the most was. I was invested. I, I mean, story-wise, okay, yes. It yeah. was the match of the night, story-wise, but wrestling-wise, not so much. It, yeah, I think it was be- only because uh, it was the one match of the night uh, I was beginning to kind of lag during the women's match I was getting tired uh, it gave me that adrenaline surge again and it was the one to, again we spoke about yeah, yeah but we this wasn't what we spoke about on the podcast but earlier before this I was talking that I went to Birmingham and it wasn't a packed house and without a packed house it, it, it's hard the to get the energy drops eventually yeah there's not, not much atmosphere but I was out of my seat uh, near the end of the match just rooting for it because Brian came out with that interesting character of yeah. almost a Kevin Owens thing to start. He's definitely a heel, wasn't it? Yeah, he's just rolling out the ring and surveying. Yeah, he was being a, he's being basically been a cocky shit. Now, even the entrance, he went back to his old school entrance. None of the yes stuff. He used to kind of doing the monkey uh, run down yeah. the, the ramp, which is he did that as Brian Danielson in mm. like, his indie things. It's like right, he's definitely just cancelling out this. I yes don't even want, I don't even want him to do the no chance. I just no. want it to seem completely different. But did you see the the footage after the show? No. He, uh, as he rolled out the ring, he still had that. You know, they, they were kind of. He had that smug grin where Corey was kind of going. Yeah. Does Danny know something we don't? Um, he can, he left the ring even with that kind of smirk of like knowing that he something, and then Mike tried to help him out the ring. He shoved Mike uh, Kyoto aside. So it's like, what is this kind of weird, not mental, but almost like. Uh, something's triggered Snapped. inside him where he's just this smirking little psycho um, or just you're just a smug little bastard even in in loss yeah um, but yeah from the from the, from the start so, I mean once it eventually kicked into them actually locking it up I started to get annoyed because straight away I was thinking oh my god they're actually going to go this way they're actually going to make it a squash match it's, and this is the thing I'm starting to get bored of with Lesnar it's wash rinse repeat it's suplex 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 a bit of offence from someone else then another F5 good night and although this definitely invested me more with it once Brian started getting some more offence and started getting going things like with the yeah. yes lock and the knees and plenty of bits of balls hitting him on the outside of the ring that whole shebang I was invested I was like Brian can actually do this yeah, and, that's I, it. and I'm, I don't want I was really invested but at the end the it came out the way I expected. Yeah, I thought it was going to. We just spoke about that. When they could have had Brian win that. I think fans, it would have been fair. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, because it would have been like Raw's a clean sweep. What if this is the shock of the night that SmackDown's victory is from Brian being Brock? Um, again, we spoke about like with fans such as us that know not all but a lot of how the business works. Yeah. Uh, when a, a fight can uh, or a match can uh, what's, what did I say postpone your not postpone um, well the, yeah, the reality thing we spoke about I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the word the sentence we use now um, suspend reality yeah, so, thank you suspend your, your uh, belief and um, get you just invested like you said that's when it's a good match now I never went in there thinking this is a real fight kind of thing no, but I'll get away in there worries. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's suspended the belief of A, from the first German suplex, Daniel landed right in the back right, of the yeah, so I and he did strike. that smart thing of just laying still yeah. to the point of like, oh my God. Yeah, and then looked bad, didn't he? Lesnar not letting up and just doing suplex after suplex. My brother hated that. He was so weird. But the, I was like, this is why we're invested because we're not sure of like how genuine these bumps are and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, when Daniel began to turn it around, it did suspend that belief of not this is real, but he can do this. Yeah. So when the ref believe it. got knocked down, well, he, first he started with the, like the, the kicks to the head and stuff, but then when Lesnar was like, "No, nah, I've had enough," and the F5 clipped the ref, and Daniel got that low blow in. I was like, "Yeah, oh my god, he's yeah. got this!" As soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh me!" Yeah. Like, oh. um, and then it, I mean, yeah, it, I, don't get me wrong, I got invested at that point. It just before that, it just. 
I was just like, oh, for God's sake, not again. You know yeah. what I mean? But even, I know it's hard for a guy like Brian that's got so much love from the universe, whether he's heel or face, to go against a bully like Brock. Obviously, he's going to be the fan favourite, but he used more heel moves, which I like because there was a bit where I think Brock was trying to get his composure. He's kind of had his foot, sorry, not his foot, his head on the bottom rope. And Daniel started stomping at his yeah, head. Yeah. And I was getting flashbacks of what Lesnar had done to Orton a few years ago at SummerSlam. And I even stood up going, hey, how do you like it, you fat bastard? You know, he was just going to town. <laughs> yeah, like, th- this is what's happening. And then no, he got, I liked it. Well, when he got the yes lock in, or whatever he wants I to mean, call it. Brock made that believable. Yeah, he always does. Yeah. Whenever he looks he like he's going to attack. Fucking hurt. And it even got to the point that he was in it that long. I was like, is this going to happen? Is no, that first it. tap out going to be the Daniel Bryan? No, he, ta- so he tapped cool. once. He tapped the ankle lock back early in, in his early yeah, days. Yeah, well, I, I meant since his... Since his return in 2012. Yeah, he's tapped. Yeah, So, yeah, again, like you say, it kind of ended the way it did of like... But it wasn't like a, it went back to Brock's momentum then... He, no, she said it was a lucky it was F5. quick F5 mm-hmm. and then he just got the pin in. But I would have liked it for him to kick out the F5. There's not many people that do. So having Brian kick out the no, F5 would be awesome. it's that... Unfortunately, just, he's not going to be Vince's Roman Reigns. No, I know. It's just, I'm getting... The reason is like... I don't want I was invested with the match when Brian started getting his offence. But it was... After the match was over and Brock had won, it was kind of like, well, it's business as usual, isn't it? Yeah. No one can stop Brock. And it's just... It's, it's getting boring. And the reason I don't like it is because Brock should mean investment. As soon as you hear his name on a pay-per-view, if you're not using him as much as you should, mm-hmm. if you're using him three, four times a year like his schedule allows, then his name should mean money. And a few years ago, that's what it was. But over the last year and a half or so, I've got to this point now where as soon as Brock's there, I'm not, I don't care half as much because I think to myself, it's not going to be anything amazing. It's going to be German suplex five, six times, a couple of F5s, good night. And for the most part, that's what happens. Yeah. It's rare that we get something different now. And it's just like, guys, can we just... Brock is a good wrestler. He can wrestle. Can we just spice it up a little bit? Yeah. I know it's a case of his part of his story, of his character and, oh, I come in, I, I wreck shop, I leave, but it's getting boring. I'm getting to that yeah. point now where I'm getting bored of it. It's... I, I know we kind of spoke about... Well, we did speak about this with Crown Jewel... Uh, of how our mixed feelings towards the Braun Lesnar match. Now, I, I'm, I'm not going to. I've already stated the, the thing of like, I think, you know, Braun isn't ready. I think that's where we're Brock. What annoyed me about it is nothing to do with the match itself. It's annoying that the decision Vince made with that of throwing the belt on Brock is that in his head, there's still no one good enough to have the Universe Championship apart from Roman Reigns. And it's. Uh, you know, I don't want people to go it's easy to get wrapped up in that whole always oh, fighting cancer thing and get behind Roman and it's not like I'm not behind we, Roman we, we, we're, all right. yeah, we're all naturally but we're still, not behind anyone that has to go through that kind of stuff yeah, but I think people begin to forget like, well hang on we're still frustrated with his push it's nothing to do with him and I still don't think he's that great of a wrestler but with Vince's way of kind of going even even he even he thinks Braun's good enough to be in a championship match, but not good enough to be champion. And he still thinks there's still no one good enough to hold that belt, so he has to throw it on Brock. Yeah, that's is what it spit in the face of the rest of the Royal Roster? It is. It's like the end of the day, mate. It's, it's a belt, and it's a belt that's not been down very long. And you're acting like it's the number one belt, which it isn't. It is not the number one belt, and it never will be. Um, so this is my point. Treat it like the World Heavyweight Championship, and put it on some people that deserve it. Put it on Drew. Put it on Braun. Yeah. People that you think, even put it on fucking Lashley. I mean, I'm not now, but no, if you no, build him no. correctly, you could. But no, it's just it. It seems business as usual. Let's just put it on Brock because Brock, Brock. is. It's because he's Brock. Yeah, and it's like you're gonna dig yourself a hole here because you're not gonna have anybody. If you're having someone like Strowman lose so quickly to him, then you're not gonna look at anybody else in the roster and go, well, he can beat him. Drew potentially. Yeah, but they have got a lot of work to do yeah. to. Get me to the point where I'll go, Drew can destroy him. It, I haven't got to that point yet. Yeah, I think it's maybe that's why they're going to go, they've, they've uh, without giving too much away from Raw, but it's kind of. I know, I Raw. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of well documented now that uh, at the Royal Rumble, Braun's probably going to get his championship match again. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're going to have Braun lose, which uh, to be honest, I kind of hope that is the case, 
it has to be because hopefully on paper like if Brock beats Braun but Drew beats Brock it puts Drew in that bigger light of like Drew did what Braun didn't do but again you got to make it believable and they're doing it well so far with the push yeah yeah but you got to keep, keep it up you got to keep it up don't go too fast just inch yeah. by inch for the next two or three months yeah. to WrestleMania. build it up to the point where that if he is inserted into this universal title match you literally think he'll claim he can do his face off he can do yeah. it um, so yeah just you've got to tread carefully there because if you can't do that with Drew I can't see anybody else on the roster that can do it no and it ain't going to be Lashley because Which the fans aren't yeah, invested, the invested but it also tells me that they're going to have Lesnar keep hold of it until Reigns is cleared to come back if he comes back if it, well, yeah they can't have that logic because again like I say it's if and it could be it and could be months, it could and be that's years. The that means that Lesnar's going to hold it for a really long time again, which means it's going to get defended three, four times a year, and I, that is not acceptable. I, I don't think he is. I personally I believe... it isn't. I just, I hope we're wrong. I personally, I, you know, it's what, again, another well-documented thing is that UFC's on the horizon for Brock again. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure after WrestleMania 35, he'll drop the belt and we won't see him for a while. He'll be doing UFC. I stuff. hope so, because you don't want... Again, I know we don't see Brock a lot anyway, but I'd be happy for him to go for at least a year. Yeah, because then when you hear him again come back, you will get yourself invested again. Yeah, it's that pop of like, oh, he's been gone a while. Look who's back. And, that, and that's this is the reason why I'm starting to not care about him. One, because the match is becoming stock, and two, we know his schedule. We yeah. know what he's guaranteed to do. Mainly, he's guaranteed to do the Rumble. He's guaranteed to do SummerSlam, yeah. and then he may do one Survivor or two, may do Survivor maybe. Series, and maybe another if he, if they can get him into it. But that's the problem. We know his schedule, so it's not really a shock. Yeah, it doesn't bother us because, like, well, we know he's going to be there. It's Wrestle Fucking Mania. Brock will be there. <coughs> yeah, and probably, but again, he's what's annoying about it. But again, it's it's the business plan of Brock. Is he will be a Mania? But still, only if the money is right. Mm. And the reason he's at Mania is that he probably gets the money right. a lot more than yeah. just for normal event. Because I, I, he was at Hell in a Cell a couple of months ago, mm. and what annoyed me is that he was there. He was not in a match, but I bet he still got paid like he was in a match. Oh, yeah. It's like if you're gonna be there, put him in a fucking match. Yeah. Or I'll probably get paid to cut the bill. Yeah. So uh, just yeah. to quickly round it up, this isn't a hundred percent, but the main rumor is. Uh, they are kind of seeing that the universal title is flailing. They're on about retiring it and just bringing back the World Heavyweight Championship. Really? Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I. What's kinda, the point in that? I kind of like that because the championship already has prestige and people like it. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't know. If the heavyweight comes back, I'm totally fine with that. It's just that you put so much time and effort into this universal belt by putting it on people like Brock and Reigns and Goldberg and even Owens to a point. Yeah. They think so. Why would you just bail on it so quickly? You haven't given it a proper chance. Yeah, I think they kind of have, and even with the design, I think they know they're fucked up with the design. Because when I see the WWE... Change the design then? Yeah, maybe. I don't like the name of it either. Universal sounds a bit cack to me. Yeah, but I mean, just change the design and see how you go from there. You change the design for the WWE Championship every, I don't know, five, six, eight years, depending on what it is when it works so why don't you do yeah, that if you the next change... person to take the title make a change yeah it's not like you change the name to something that isn't as tacky as Universal because World Championship of course it works you're the champion of this world going I'm champion of the universe it's like <laughs> it's like a child saying <laughs> yeah well I'm better times infinity so yeah it's, that's, yeah, that's it's what the belt feels like yeah it's fair so, like, oh within the WWE World W Championship oh we'll make it Universal because Universe is bigger yeah, yeah, well, I've got the Galactic Championship. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, so, it's one of the. We want to see the WWE Championship now. Uh, it's. Uh, it took me a while to get used to design, but I like it. Yeah. To this day, it still looks like they've done that purely for, uh, like, products, toy, merchandise yeah. sales. It looks they turned like it red on purpose. Because, like, whenever the, the brand swaps come up, you know whoever's holding that belt isn't going to SmackDown no. because you can't, can you? It looks like a toy. It even feels like a toy, you know, when they're holding it. And when I see someone's like, what's he doing with that toy? Yeah. Uh, and it just seems... I've always said, well, as soon as it was unveiled, I think it was uh, a couple of years ago at SummerSlam, I think the crowd was straight away like, nah. Yeah. Uh, they were booing it. Because it looks like you just won it from a chilly heatwave Doritos packet. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> liking it. So hopefully the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I'm gonna be fine with it. It's uh, just that uh, I, I thought they'd give it more chance. But yeah, uh, I'm a thumbs up for that. Um, yeah. So overall, guys, it was a good pay per view, bar a couple of you know missteps here and there. 
yeah. it did what it needed to do for the most part. Um, I'll give it a seven and a half. I was going to give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'll give it a seven point five because again, the the matches that didn't deliver were still okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll give it that. Yeah. So yeah, seven, seven and a half. It was a good pay for you. Um, and the next one is TLC. It is, but it was released today on Facebook. I don't, I don't think they're treating it as a pay per view because it's, it's too late to now. They're doing, um, they do this special house show thing once a year where they call it Starcade because Starcade. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And this Sunday it's streaming live on the network. Now they haven't released <laughs> right. a match card. I think it's just literally here's a house show which you might be interested in watching. Uh, I'll, so I'll be honest, guys. We're probably not going to review that one. No, I'm not, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. But it's just like we've had so many fucking pay views to do at the moment. We need a few weeks off. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm not. Um, Starcade is just a television house show. That's all it is. Yeah. Super Showdown and Crown Jewel. Were they just, had built. They were pay per view to a degree. Yeah, yeah. They, they were kind of more. We're doing this in a country we've never done it before. It was an international event. Yeah. Well, this is just kind of like it's our show we're going to show on the network cool. yeah. so yeah we ain't doing that no. we'll be here again four we'll probably weeks. put something up on Twitter about it but that'll be bad yeah, maybe but, uh, but officially four weeks tables, eyes and chairs yes so yeah do the usual like, subscribe follow us on Twitter follow us on uh, Facebook which would be Nerd Bites Beards Eye View um, you find us on Beards Eye View on YouTube um, and we're on Instagram as well we're on SoundCloud we're on Stitcher we're on uh, Apple Music as well You'll so, yeah, find us. You'll find us. Check all those places. You'll find us, I'm sure. And this, we'll see you in four weeks. Four weeks. See yeah. you at Christmas. Yeah. Bye. Bye.